As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. We have a new sponsor you guys are going to love. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you get cash. Use your knowledge on Symbol today to buy low, sell high, and earn your cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit w.symbol, that's B-U-L-L, dot com to create a free account. We deposit, make sure you use the promo code SD, that's SD as in Sugar Daddy, to make your deposit risk-free. Visit the site and use the promo code SD. It's risk-free, which means if you know if you lose money, you know, Symbol can refund you. You know, it's no questions asked. Spotify Greenroom. It's the live audio-only sports talk platform. Talk to other fans, athletes, and signers in real time. Get on the conversations you listen to every day. Sharing experiences and takes. And of course, you know, you have a chance to be on that your feature on your favorite podcast. Uh, just all you got to do is go to the Google Play Store or iOS App Store, download for free, create your profile, link your Twitter, and come in with your spicy takes. What's going on? There's a party. Hope the neighbors don't mind us getting loud. Homies to the left, all the ladies to the right. We came to get down. We gonna do that now. My light up shoes on, my light up shoes on, my light up shoes on. They love the way my kicks flash. This ain't the time to just sit back. Welcome to our Pip Pitha Rants, another Sports Brands podcast. Blood Harris, your host, brought to you by the Sports Drink. And yes, it's a party on Fifth Ave. Well, I mean, it's a party because, you know, we had the Pit wins on Saturday. Last night, the Steelers won barely, but it's a win. Big shot to Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I wasn't really. Um, I really wasn't uh, too keen that he was actually going to pull that off, that you know, that drive. But he made an asshole out of me, that's for sure. Now, I posted a picture of my um, orthodontist, where my kid goes. He has Eddie Van Halen's... Um, And, of course, people are asking questions about his stuff. So, on top of having A. Van Halen's uh, jumpsuit, he has A. Van Halen's guitar. 
So yeah, he also has Eddie Van Halen's guitar. Yeah, he has a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, of course, my kids' braces, I found out, were going to be $6,000. And, of course, after the insurance and stuff, I'm, I'm $4,700 out of pocket. So this is where the, um, if you're wanting, so that's where my money's basically going is to this guy's rock and roll collection. I mean, I got a hand to him. He's a really cool dude. I can see why. I mean, if, I mean, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to siphon the pockets out of people, you might as well be nice about it. I guess. I mean, that could be taken many ways. I mean... But yeah, Pit One, Pit One Steers one barely, and Ben Man asked me because I didn't think there was no way he was gonna drive back, you know, drive us back. And they won twenty twenty seven. Pit was a uh, Steers were a minus seven, a minus seven favorite in that one. And of course, if you, I'm sure if you all bet the minus seven, that's actually it was a weird weekend for any type of NFL bets because yeah, it was pretty much. I mean, if you wanted to bet like underdogs and shit. This was basically your weekend to do it. And yeah, just, you know, whatever. Anyways. Now, there's a lot of talk about this. Um, about making part on Fifth Ave, the actual song. Now, last night, I have, I have to play something here. Hold on for a minute. Well, a whole bunch happened. Um, where is that? Um, oh, I got to tell you guys about my, about my predicament that I'm, that, I'm, that I'm in right now, that I'm involved in. As well, I mentioned this on Twitter as well, so we'll talk about that here. Let's find this here. Steelers promo coming. Oh, yeah, here it is. Now, this is from Dan in Pittsburgh. He's at Dan in Pittsburgh. Uh, we got to analyze this because this is fucking great. Let me unplug my thing here so we get a better clip of it. All right, here we go. Let's do this. Okay, we got the Steelers promo coming. Let's see how long it is till we get the picture of the fries. Ah, the fact didn't even get to finish the sandwich. Then we got to the fucking French fries on the sandwich. Because that's, that's all we do in Pittsburgh. It's all we eat is for Annie's. We're just walking stacks of fried eggs and French fries. That's it. Pastrami, salted, salty meats, and breads. Yeah, check two. Steel. Damn. Okay, this is my favorite part of the coming. beginning of it's my favorite. Let's see how long it is till we get the picture of the fries. Ah, the fact didn't even get to finish the sandwich. Then we got to the fucking French fries on the sandwich. <laughs> I love this because like, you know, Dan's like analyzing this. And he's doing it in the Pittsburghese accent as well. That's the best part about this. It's like, dang, and get the fancy sandwich. And, no, he says, in fact, they didn't get to finish the sandwich till we get to the fucking french fries. That's all we do is walk around, eat permanis, you know, sell TV stuff, you know, fried eggs and french fries. I mean, that's, I, mean, that's, I mean, that was great. I mean, that was amazing. I think I played that clip in a continuous loop from that fucking game because that was just, that's pretty much, you know, that's what we're going to pretty much see when Pitt plays North Carolina on Thursday night. We're going to see like, um, um, we're basically going to see, 
Uh, we're going to see the steel mills like we always freaking do. And it's really just Edgar fucking Thompson works because that's really the only fully operational steel mill left in Pittsburgh. You know, because every, 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 every one has been torn down. I mean, I mean, there's the there's the Cary Furnace. It's, you know, it's a museum now. Uh, there's some parts of the Homestead Mill that are just still around as relics. I mean, there's the stacks. You have those. Uh, what else? I mean, parts of the J&L Mill, which, 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 was, which became LTV and Hazelwood. Part, you know, part of that's like some sort of freaking park now or something. I mean, I was really, I mean, I, was, I admit, when they stripped that, that warehouse done, I was really sad. I was really, I was really sad inside because for so many years I've driven past that. Even, you know, because that's, you know, I've driven past it so many times. From like from a kid to an adult, when I worked, you know, you know, and I always saw that blue warehouse. There was also another one that was kind of like a red, rusted out, same thing. They tore that down, like I think the mid two thousands. But like my uh, one of my coworkers said, it, you know, they stuck into those, you know, to those warehouses and mills, and he said it was like a, you know, a trip through time. He said there was so much stuff there from like the fifties and sixty, you know. You know, it was just a trip through time. I mean, you found stuff that was just still there. I mean, you know, I had the Eliza Furnace book where it shows, like, after the mills closed, they showed, you know, basically they showed, they, they showed um, workers' gloves, people's lockers, st- you know, still with stuff in them. You know, and of course, you know, coffee that was still, you know, coffee pots and, sh- you know, stuff, you know, you know, that was just, they just left it there. And, um... I you know, I do remember. I remember you know the south side part of it. I remember. I remember not being up, and I think I remember because I used to drive past it to uh, go to Neville Deck hockey games, and I in um I remember that part of that collapsed. I remember at one point onto the street, but the, yeah, I mean that just yeah it was that was a time in itself. And now I'm going, you know, in a, I mean, of course we have what we have. We have the Coke Works in, in Clareton. They're hiring, and Lord knows I, they had some sort of issues with uh, upgrading their plant, and who knows how long that plant's going to still remain. And, um, of course, we've got also the Irvin Works in West Mifflin as well. But I think it's really about it. I mean, there's really not, I mean, I think there's some other mills open. That's, I think there's one in Manessa that's still open, I think. I'm not sure. That, I, don't know if, I don't know if that's Republic Steel. I forget what it's called. But yeah, I do remember. I remember when the LTV works closed down in Hazelwood. That was like a Coke works. And they closed down in 1998, I believe. It was, it was 97, it was 97 or 98 it was closed. I think it eventually shut down in 98. And they, 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 they tried to reopen it is what happened. Another, another company tried to come in and reopen the mill. And uh, unfortunately, the people in that, in that, in that neighborhood... And um, Pittsburgh in general, it just enough was enough. But yeah, let me talk about my predicament I'm in. Uh, so my ex told me that um, she was going out of town. I guess well, she asked what I was doing for Thanksgiving. And I knew something was coming up because anytime you know when you have when you're dealing with somebody like that, like an ex, you know, you have kids with, and a lot of times. For me, if they're being really nice to me, I know there's some sort of bullshit that's, come, that's about to happen. So, 
she asked me what I was doing, and she invited me up to Thanksgiving with her family. And so we're not together anymore. So why the fuck would I go up to her family's for Thanksgiving? I mean, that just makes no goddamn sense. And I said, no. I was like, and she said, well, I don't want to keep the kids from you. And I said, no, I totally understand. I understand your mom's dying. This may be our last Thanksgiving. You guys go and have a great time. And she's like, well, we need to talk about this. And so I told her, I was like, we can, but I'm not going. And she's like, well, why? And I'm like, the, the hell you mean why? So my, my oldest child, who's like 12, told me supposedly, she's told most of her family about our split up, but she hasn't told all of them. And there's key people that she didn't tell that we split up. And so I'm, I'm guessing she wants me to go and live out this freaking lie. And so I'm like, no. So, I mean, it just, and that whole fucking day and that whole conversation just took me the fuck out. I mean, ugh. in fact, I mean, I, there's some things I got to do yet. Makes There's some calls I got to make, but yeah, that was pretty much my day in a, my, my, my Monday in a nutshell. But let's get to Pitt and Duke. And we got some Pitt Hoop stuff to talk about because they start their game, their, their season and whatever. So Pitt uh, defeated Duke on Saturday, 54-29. It was not looking good for Pitt in the beginning. At one point, Duke was leading for most of the half. And I thought to myself, this got to be revenge. I mean, we had a fumble. I mean, and of course, we had the safety. Yeah, safety, and then they had, yeah, we had a safety, and then Duke scored a touchdown on the ensuing drive. And uh, I thought to myself, we're, I said, this is revenge for Dick Grote, right? Because there was an article by Dick Grote about how he was let go from Pitt, and they, didn't, they, they really didn't tell him they were moving on from him in person. They told, I think, his daughter, I believe, or granddaughter or just daughter in general, that they, they were moving on. I mean that's what I mean that's what really gets me is you know a guy like Dick Rode who who gave who gave a lot to Pitt basketball just by you know showing up and doing this 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 type of stuff. Our um his pay his his payment is uh, basically not even formally telling him that they moved on from him. I mean it just makes no sense. I mean there's I mean I mean don't get me wrong I mean the, the athletic department under Heather has done some really good things. But they've done some really head scratching things, as well. I mean, there's some things that just make, you're like you're just like what the what are you doing? And this is just this is just one of them. I understand it was time to move on from Dick Rote. I understand that. So, at least have the respect to tell him that tell him face to face, or over the phone and just say, hey, you know what? You know, we're going to have to, we're making some changes and yeah, we're going to, you know, make changes to our broadcast team. That's all they had to do. And maybe do, maybe do something for them. Say, hey, you know what, can we do something for you though? We, we would love to. Like maybe have a Dick Grote day. Just anything. I mean, because they, 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 they did this guy wrong. Yeah. But, you know, by the half, though, Pitt, you know, let's go back to the game, though. By, by, by the half, though, um, 
people was leaning 30 to um, 19, and of course they never looked back after that. I mean, there was no – Duke wasn't coming back in this game. I mean, of course they had an injured quarterback as well. And, well, they were, you know, you know, they were done. I mean, it was just one of those games. And Pitt actually covered the minus 21 or 20 and a half, whatever you had for that game. But looking at the full box score, I mean, Kenny Pickett, 20 to 43, 416 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, the on on off, I mean, Pitt, Pitt ran as a team. Pitt ran for 220 yards. They averaged that they had over 600 yards in total offense. I mean, Jordan Asson, seven catches, 107 yards. Jared Wayne, five catches, 81. Shockey Jockey, six catches for 66. Gan Bartholomew had one catch for 29 yards, but it was a beautiful one, a beautiful tight end screen. And of course, on top of Kenny's uh, 416 yards, he had 57 rushing and a rushing touchdown. So, yeah, I mean, some credit to the defense. I mean, they only allowed 10 points in the second half. That's pretty much the same what happened with uh, Miami. And we got North Carolina next week. And, of course, there was some shy fishing in the Duke game, so I'm sure we're going to see more of it on Thursday because, uh, you know, the ACC just loves to blow their blue bloods. It doesn't matter how, how, you know, how insignificant they are at this point. They just love to blow them. But overall, I was happy with this. Offensively, we didn't miss a beat, but scoring 50-plus to just win a football game, Pitt's going to have to do something here with that. I'm not sure if they even can at this point. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, we're pretty much stuck here. I mean... Look at the rest of the thing. Let's see. Let's look at the rest of the ACC. Oh, let's pull my picks, by the way. Let's see how I did here. I have Pitt covering. Good job. But I had the under, I had him going under, and that obviously was a big failure. I thought maybe Duke, I thought Pitt would, would pull away from this game and make it or, or, you know, a great thing. I have Virginia Tech winning this being uh, BC. Uh, at the last minute, Phil Jerkovic showed up, and you know I'm sure if you bet on Virginia Tech, you pretty much were pissed off because they couldn't make up their minds. North Carolina uh, defeats Wake. I had that one. That was a shootout, and Wake just couldn't hold their lead. And you know when you get, when you put in the in the, in the hands of the officiating, you know good luck with that. I had Miami minus ten against Georgia Tech. I was wrong on that one. Overall, I had a miserable weekend with the ACC. NC State, though, be Florida State. So I had that one. And, of course, I had Clemson beating uh, Louisville. Um, you know, whatever. Louisville just, you know, fuck Louisville. One and one, one and two, two and two, two and three. I was four and three in terms of the ACC this past week. You know, good, for, you know, good, good for you, Watt. You know, you did a really good fucking job on that. Excuse my language. I'm on a, on a roll. Let's take a look at the top 25. How did I do on a top 25? Oh, I had the Georgia. Yep, winning that one. I had Ohio State winning outright. But I also had the Nebraska plus 15. So I won that one as well. Uh, let's see. I had Ole Miss plus 9.5. and they, Or minus 9.5. They covered that one. God, if I want to just bet some of these games, I could actually... And, and, well, betting is one thing, but picking the right games that you, to bet on is the other one. Because you can be you can bet a whole bunch of stuff. 
That Illinois with a plus 14 and a half. Holy shit, I had, you know, if I would just, you know, go by my gut here, like Nelly's parlays, I would be really, you know, I could be able to, I could be able to, um, I don't know, probably pay my ex, pay my ex to go, go, I could probably, you know, make enough money to probably pay my ex to go to fuck away from me. Um, Michigan State winning. I mean, I'm, right now I'm one, two, three, four, five, six and oh in the top 25 already. This is amazing. Oklahoma, I mean, I, I mean, plus I had the Ole Miss nine and a half and Illinois 14 and a half. I could have, you know, I could have mixed those in with these parlays and wow. If I would just trust my picks instead of just, you know, that's the thing. I can, that's why I can never bet because I never trust them. I had Oklahoma State winning this game and have them covering. That's the key. So, because I, I, you, just, you just can't bet against West Virginia and these type of things. Let's check it Let's see. Look at Auburn. How did Auburn do? Ah, uh, let's see. At Auburn losing. First L of the day. I probably want to, if I would have played a parlay, I would have never used Auburn to begin with because they just can't be trusted. I had Mississippi State lost, and if you guys remember that, uh, Mike um, Mike um, Leach wasn't too happy with his kicker, and that just happens. Uh, let's see, I had Alabama last 28 and a half, and let's see, how did Alabama do? I think they didn't cover this one. I think they barely escaped this game. Yeah, they by six. That's the th- that's the thing, you guys, about these coaching changes is weird things will happen when you when you, when you change coaches. Kentucky, how did Kentucky do? Because I took Baylor all. I took I took Baylor all. No, no, I actually didn't. I did not pick. Okay, I didn't check. I didn't pick Baylor in this, but a lot of people were picking Baylor minus the seven and a half or seven against TCU, but TCU changed their coach. And yeah, when you change a coach, weird things do tend to happen. Let's see, Kentucky lost that one, so now I'm starting to lose. Man, that sucks. Uh, Oregon, let's see, the high Oregon minus seven. Oregon minus seven. Let's see. Oh, I had them covering that one, so I won that one. Now, I did have Michigan minus 20 against, who did they play? Indiana. They covered the minus twenty. I mean, I'm not sure why Indiana's on a prime time game. I mean, I know they had, I know they had a great season last year, but I mean, that was that was a pandemic season. Of course, you know, of course they lost Phoenix as well. You know, he's out. But let's see, top twenty five. I was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven and zero. I started out and seven and one, seven and two, seven and three. Seven. I lost four straight. And I won the last two at nine and four, so almost like a pit football season almost. Overall, it was thirteen and seven. Now against the spread, I was one and one. I was four and four and two. Four. I was like seven two against the spread. That's awesome. But let me tell you else what's awesome. Symbol, it's the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways off to make this money off Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn you a cash payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think your team's going to win or increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for profit. Use the promo code SD, that's an SD as in Sugar Daddy, to make your deposit, you know, your first deposit risk free. That means you lose money, and if you decide, well, this, this sucks, Symbol will ref- refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. 
Spotify Greenroom is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download news. Talk to the fans, athletes, insiders in real time. Great for watch parties, post-game debates, breakdowns, and whatever else. You can share experiences. I mean, it's basically like Twitter, but you're, it's audio and all other, other happy crap. And, you know, you're not worrying about dog gavies and whatever else. You know, give me a hard time. It can be featured on the podcast. Who knows, man? There's some guests that show up. I mean, maybe, you know... If it's Steelers, maybe, you know, that dude Kevin James, whatever his name is, that, that super fan will show up and tell you about how he straps on the pads to support the Steelers and, you know, he'll raise Lombardi when, uh, you know, when it's, you know, whatever. It could be anything. Uh, all you need to do is go and download the app on the iOS App Store, Google Play Store, Critch profile link your Twitter, and Chrome your spiciest takes. All right, so we're done with that. So last night I saw that the uh, Jokic... I uh, got into a fight with, uh, let's see, Marcus Morris. And I have to talk about this. Yeah, Mar- Markeith Morris. And they got ejected, and I guess... I think what the hilarious part about this um, was the photo up, or was the photo up that the uh, Miami Heat took for this game. I mean, if you're letting that one dude come between you and, you know, you know tearing up, fighting the Nuggets, then... You had no intentions of fighting him. It, 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 I mean, the, if you look at the photo, it's like a glorified photo opportunity. It's like, okay, guys, we're going to do a photo op, photo op of us. We're going to do a photo op of us. Uh, you know, just, you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, just stand at the doorway here. You know, Jimmy, Jimmy, you go over here. Tyler, Harrow, you just, you go over here. You, you know, you line up here. Yeah, yeah, you over here. And yeah, good, good. I can see, I can see your faces now. That's great. That's good. Now I need the guy at the door to, you know, you know, there, there you go. Yeah, put your arm right there against the thing to, you know, you know, the, the block them. Yeah, to show you're, you're blocking, you're obstructing them. Yeah, there you go. Okay, now I don't, no, no, no smiles now. I don't want to see no angry faces, just blank stares. Okay, that's good. Now let me take a few photos here. Let me get some filters in there as well. You know, we're not gonna, do, we're, I'm not gonna give you guys the dog lips or anything like that or any glasses. I gotta make you. Guys, I, I gotta make you guys look like you're. You know, you're really pissed off. And you're what you're. You're looking for bodies. Yeah, great, great photo. Now let me upload this. That's what that felt like, basically. I mean, Nikola Nikola Jokic was just sitting down at that point. If the Heat really wanted a piece of Nikola Jokic or whatever you know, Jokic or whatever you pronounce it, they could have went and got him. He was just sitting down at that point. He was sitting down, not really giving a giving a flying shit. If they were mad, and I guess um, supposedly they were at each other all day, the whole game. Supposedly he was, you know, Jokic did some things, but supposedly Morris threw an elbow, to, threw an elbow to exposed ribs, and you know that's just you know that's going to piss some people off when you do things like that. Anyways, well, uh, Pit Hoops is starting tonight, and they're going to have like nine scholarship players playing, so. Uh, I guess you could say we're back to the Willard years almost, but I mean, we're, and we're basically building brick by brick again. Um, you know, depends on what we're building. I mean, if we if we work for PennDOT, we're going to be building for a long, long time. But he's suspended indefinitely after this arrest. Um, long story short, let's see here. He was accused of hitting a uniformed officer in the face while holding a cell phone. Well, if you're holding a, you know, well, if you're holding your cell phone, you're striking an officer. Well, that's not really a good idea. Let's see. Police have been called because around one a.m. 
because uh, the suit between Horton and a towing company who was towing his car. Frustrated upon finding his car, could not be taken off the back of the tow truck. Horton allegedly yelled at the officers, and the officer wanted to attempt to handcuff Horton. He initiated a brief foot pursuit before falling. Um, let's see here. Well, I'm curious why they handcuffed him. Because normally if you're drunk and you yell at a police officer, a lot of times they just, they just give you a, they cite you for disorderly conduct and that's it. So unless he was being a real, I mean, you, I mean, you have to be, I mean, well, he was drunk too, so whatever. It depends on what kind of officer he ran into at that point. Some officers let it just they just write they just write you a citation, see see in court, you know, whatever. I I'm not sure what's what what happened there. I mean I just unless he was being really unruly, really being a complete asshole at that point. Or just whatever. Um But um at that point you just um You know, he, 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 if they're car your car already, there's nothing you can do about it. The, the police can't t- make you take it off. It's, it's done. They t- the, the towing employee has, has it. They're doing their job, and all you got to do is just call an Uber or whatever and just get it the next morning. I mean, you're probably going to have to pay a fee, fee to get it out. That's just how it is. I mean, unless it was the cops that did it. I mean, unless they, they're working with the cops, of course. And the cops are towing it, but regardless of that, I mean, you're once that's on. I mean, regardless of who's towing it, who's you know, it's there, it's gone. You can't do it. You can't undo it. You're you're fucked. So you gotta just take your L and move on. And if you are, you can't argue with a cop, especially on Carson Street at one o'clock in the morning, because you're always gonna lose no matter what. So he's out, and now Pitt's pretty much, you know. Maybe something will happen here. I mean, if John Healy can make it back, I'm sure Horton will make it back as well. But he was Erling's returning scorer, and, you know, it's just... I'm not sure what happens at this point and what happens with pit hoops. Let's look at their schedule real quick. Pit basketball schedule. Let's look at their schedule. Before we, uh, you know, move on with life. Um, let's see. Well, tonight to play the Citadel, and I guess the Citadel supposedly plays an up-tempo offense. I'm afraid of, I'm afraid to figure what lineup for that game is. They got Citadel, West Virginia, UNC Wilmington, and those are three tough teams. That's actually all these games are tough for the most part right now. West Virginia, UNC, UNC Wilmington is going to be a tough one because they're a mid-major and they don't really fuck around either. West Virginia is going to be a, pretty much a bloodbath unless some miracles happen. And then they got Vanderbilt and UMBC. I mean, they got basically five. I mean, Tosin at one point was, you know, I don't know. They're obviously no, you know, nothing to screw with. I mean, well, Kevin, I mean, if if if, uh, if Kevin Stallings and his team of, uh, you know. Players can beat toast, and I'm sure you know, Capel's team can. Who knows? But UNC Wilmington, Vanderbilt, and UMBC, and West Virginia, those are four games. You know, out the gate, it's a bunch of shit. And, of course, they got Minnesota for the ACC Big Ten Chin Challenge. Then they got Virginia. And then they got the Gossam Clathing. It's 
Colgate and Mon- and they got Monmouth and St. St. John's. Good Jesus, we're fucked. Wow. I'm just. I mean, unless I mean, unless I'm so. I mean, unless I'm, I, I would love to be wrong about pit hoops, but just look at that oh, that schedule they got. I mean, they're just. I mean, unless some some things happen to fall within the cracks, they're fucked. I mean, I don't know what you. I don't know what you can do for them at this point. They're fucked. And um. I don't know. I mean, the non-conference schedule isn't isn't really doesn't on paper doesn't seem like an easy one to me unless these teams are really bad. But I don't know what they can do. And then they go to ACC play and it's even worse. I mean, shit. I don't know. I'm not gonna say anything because I don't need my tweet screenshotted again. You know. Although I've been very supportive of Jeff, but just, you know, I did, I did, I was kind of negative and I, let's face it, I was negative for once and I paid the price, but whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm done talking about pit hoops because I'm about to fall asleep. Anyways, guys, hell to pit. I'll uh, talk to you guys probably your, probably Thursday. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.